0: Welcome to Tips from the Server Room. This podcast is designed for all you systems admins, network specialists, or the guys and gals out there in the office who handles it all. Sit back, relax, grab a beverage, and enjoy Tips from the Server Room. Hey, yes, folks, welcome back once again to Tips from the Server Room. This is episode number 121 for February the 10th, 2018. I'm your host, Jack, and I'm going to help guide you through the magical world of systems administration, network administration, and all fields of IT. And if you have any questions or ideas for future shows, please check out my website at tipsfromtheserverroom.com where you can uh, definitely comment on these shows. And if you want to leave me some ideas for future shows, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at jackstechcorner at gmail.com and you can also follow me on Twitter at Technoman. Also, don't fi- <laughs> don't don't forget... Also do not forget to check out the exciting videos at 42 Technoman on YouTube. That's the number 4, the number 2 Technoman on YouTube. I think I have a pretty exciting show for you here today. We're going to be talking about some uh, events that happened to us this week and you know what makes technology um so much more or so much broader, I think, than what people really realize. Um I think that's gonna be the key here. What is going on with my firewall? Let's uh check this out here. All right. So what does what makes uh you know technology more than what people believe it is? And I think that's one of those one of those topics that we have to discuss. And something that I want to maybe clarify with you, because if you're doing this, if you are that office type uh, systems administrator, or even, even as myself, even if you get hired as a technology uh, manager or a technology director network administrator, anything to do with the computers, basically, even if you're a service tech, a service level tech working in an industry where the industry you're working for is not part of our field. They just don't know what we do. And the other day was such an eye opener. um, I mean, we've known it for years. But it was such an eye opener to uh, see it in action and to see three people sitting there. You know, it's okay, we'll just say uh, three smart technology people, um, because I feel that I have a little bit of a uh, brain brains around the technology, right? I've been doing it for so long. So There was myself. Uh, there was my partner who is a systems uh, a, a systems computer technician. Okay, she does all the uh, computers, uh, laptops. She re, you know rebuilds them and does. So she has a good good brain in it. And there was also we had in um, we had a uh, a server engineer in. And the server engineer was sitting with us, and we were trying to work on these scenarios. And it was funny. Everything he tried to do, we would get an error message. There would be something wrong with it. And the more he tried to do it, the more error messages we kept getting. So he would try something else, or I would look something up on Google, and we would go back. And the next thing you know, it didn't work again. We were having issues with it. This leads me to the first part of our conversation for today's show or today's podcast here is basically just that people believe if they can open up a Microsoft Word document and they can type a Word document, I don't know, let's say they're typing a report and they can type that report in, I don't know, their typing skills are 90 words a minute. Let's just say they could type it in 20 minutes, a beautiful laid out report. So you have a server issue and on that server issue, you're working on that server issue And you keep hitting roadblocks. Well, the person that's not in our field, maybe your boss or or CEO of your company that don't know what it takes to be a uh, a systems engineer or a service technician even uh, doing updates. It could just be something as simple as that. They don't realize the roadblocks that we hit into. And those roadblocks sometimes can be such a huge roadblock that it may take you hours and you may not get anywhere and all you're hearing a lot of times from the top is get your job done get your job done you hurry up get that job done i could have done that in 10 minutes and i used to hear that from people that i used to work for because they thought that uh, they knew everything in the world did you ever meet that kind of person where um, i could do anything because i can use a windows and a mac and i'm the smartest person in the world Yeah, but you don't know how to run servers, switches, and network gear. And, and, you know, that's just uh, way beyond your talents, if you have any talents at all. And uh, I used to get that a lot where I worked. Uh, Not so much now. Uh, Where I work now is, um, you know, in a great place with people uh, around me that understand that what we do uh, may take some time and effort. But you may have somebody, like like I said, like my last boss is, get it done, get it done. You should be able to do 400 tickets a day. Well, maybe not because one of those tickets, might you might hit a roadblock. And you want to work for people that are very um, mindful of what you do. You want to work for somebody that that understands that what we do is not black and white. And I used to tell people, you know, when we hire people into the organization – And when I'm working with people, um, even consulting work, now consulting work was nice because I would walk in as their technology expert, maybe you would too, and sometimes, sometimes there's a variation of this because sometimes they look at the cost, right? If you're charging, and I don't know what you charge for your consulting business, maybe $200 an hour, uh, and you walk in there and something ends up taking you five hours where the client thought that it should take you two hours. Um, and you can beat that back and f- back and forth, and bat, you know, bat it around a little bit, and think: Do I want to charge that client? If it's going to be a continuing client, maybe you want to work out something there. Um, but if if it is honestly something that's taking you five hours to complete, and everything is going well, that's five hours of billable hours. And if it's at two hundred dollars an hour, or two fifty, or three hundred dollars an hour, whatever you charge. You know, is going to have the clients going to have to understand. It's part of our job to educate those. But as I said, uh, with a past boss I had, they were they were they were highly educated in in, in maybe the uh, educational realm in in a college setting, but in life they were very uneducated. Uh, the life of a technologist, uh, just very uh, not understanding. And there was nothing you can do because somebody that knows everything, folks. We can't teach them anything. That's just impossible or impractical to even happen. Um, But with that said, I mean, this problem the other day was just something like that. Now, like I said, the people we work with now are very understanding. They're very knowledgeable of technology. And they know that you can hit a roadblock. And that does happen. So what was we? what, What was we? Wow. What were we doing the other day? Well, I tell you what we were doing. What we were doing was... Using SCCM, and we were trying to capture an image uh, so we can push it out. So we can use it through SCCM. We talked about that uh, quite a few times on this show already. Um, The System uh, Center, System Center, System Central Center, Central Management. I have to look it up again. Anyway, it's Microsoft's management tool uh, to manage all your updates for Office, and it manages updates for. for windows but it also allows you to push out images so we were building a new image so we started with a virtual machine a virtual windows 10 machine and we asked my partner what version of windows did you start with well obviously she didn't know and it's funny because before I got into this problem I really don't pay attention to the system to the to the version of windows that I am running either and I don't know if you do if you keep up with all the updates and you keep up with the fall creators update, right, we had a spring creators update. Um, If you keep up with these things and maybe you know your version number. I really didn't. So we went digging around. So we went and we said, look, we were trying to sysprep a machine to build a Windows 10 image. I don't know if you've ever done this or not. But what we kept coming up with was an error with a program called Mirror, cast view it's m i r a c a s t v i e w and what we found in all the forms and all the uh google searches we can find is for some reason when you're going to run your script to uninstall the installed programs that microsoft has on there which is really really wacky i mean how you do this but so you run a script, a Power Script, to uninstall some basic programs. It's supposed to uninstall this Miracast, and what happens is, for some reason or another, it leaves a reference to it in the registry keys. And there was no recommendation to go in and delete the registry keys because we thought, well, we'll just delete the registry keys by hand. We should be able to fix the issue. What they said to do is go back to a Windows 10 machine. Now listen, these are where the version numbers come in really important. Version 1703. So we were supposed to go back, find a version 1703, and you can apparently get the folder, you copy the contents or copy the folder, the the mirror mirror cast view folder, and then you copy that onto your virtual machine and then pull your sysprep, pull your image and everything should go well. So I turned to my desktop computer. I right clicked on system, that's where you find it. So if you go into system or right click on your start button, go into system. Once you're into system you will see up there somewhere it will say version number, what windows build you're using. We hear everybody talking about windows builds, that's what this is, it's very important. And I was running, in fact, 17.03. So I didn't upgrade my desktop computer to the newest version, which we'll talk about in a minute. So we copied that version, or we copied that folder over to a shared network drive that we can access through the virtual machine. Because the virtual machine, you know, you can't have it joined to your domain when you're pulling this image. It has to be domain-free, just a basic Windows install so we copied it we put it into the proper directory which was windows slash system 32 we copied that folder we copied the folder we put it in there we ran the sysprep again it came up we got to the same point it looked like it was going to image the computer we thought we were golden we thought we were just moving right along next thing you know the same big error came up on the screen there is an error because of a program called Miracast. Miracast View, I'm sorry. Um, and then that's basically it through Microsoft. That's basically all they gave us, just a just Miracast View, and, and they dropped it. They didn't tell us anything more, really. Uh, so we went digging around again and started looking around the Internet. Hence, this is why I told you at the opening of this show, sometimes our job... Even though, you know, we all went to school for this stuff, uh, you know, or maybe you didn't go to school for it, it doesn't really matter. Um, let's just say you understand the science behind technology and you think, we, we think we know pretty much exactly what we're doing. And even though those steps that you're doing, you could take three steps forward and all of a sudden you get knocked back two steps, now it's going to take you more time. Um, and I think that's a big thing. Maybe someday uh, we'll talk on this show, um, as I'm doing right now, and, and I'm guilty of this. We'll talk about project management and, and building projects out um, and, and trying to justify time within a project. And, yeah, I think we'll we'll take that into a future show because I think that would be a good topic at one point. Um, I'll, have to, I'll write that note down here as I'm talking to you. Projects and time, because I think that's key, and I'm very, very guilty of doing exactly what I think it should take, but we'll talk about that another time, so anyway, we copied that folder, it did not work, so then, we started digging some more, and we found that the issue could be, if you have a version 17.03, um, Windows, Windows 10.0, Um, The build, 1703, and if you upgrade that and do all your updates and your fall creator and you update it to 1709, that is where we believe and that's where a lot of people on the internet believe where you're having the issue. Um, There's some files that aren't properly done right with Microsoft, I guess, when they were doing this upgrade, and it makes it impossible to image that, that workstation. Uh, or that virtual machine to build an image that we can use through SCCM to push out. So we dug some more and we dug some more. And I'm talking we started at 7 o'clock in the morning. And what should have taken us to pull an image, how long does an image take to pull? If anybody's out there done it before, maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes, 20 uh, total from start to finish, maybe 20 minutes. Uh, you can have your image, and you're ready to start imaging computers. But we got up until lunchtime, and we still had no product. We had nothing that was going to work uh, in that for that image. So it was absolute bust. But like I said, the people that we work for now understand technology to the point where they know there's going to be issues. I used to tell people. and I don't know if I ever told you on this show or not about about the um, <laughs> a job interview I had one time. i just uh, sometimes I go off base, or we're gonna go off base in just a minute. And I did a lot of work for the Slate. Now this is back 25 years ago, um, ba- back when I was first getting into computers, and I don't even know what was out then. Maybe. I started with DOS, but I think she might have had Windows 3.0 or something. Um, and I would do these in-home classes where I would come to your house. I charged, I don't even know back then, $15 an hour. I'm talking, you know. And I would come to your house and sit, and you would have a piece of paper and say, I want to learn uh, this, this, and this, Jack. If you can teach me these three things today, that that would be beneficial. So I taught this lady for quite a number um probably like two years, on and on. Not every day, you know, they would call when they'd have an issue. I'd say, write down your problems. I'll come to your house, sit down with you. Um, Because remember now, that was before the internet boom, and that was before, I, you know, I could virtualize, because now, um, just like any of you out there, if you need help with your servers or anything or or your networking, anything that I can help you with remotely, by all means, let me know. Uh, Drop me an email, and we can work that out. I don't have to fly to your business anymore. Um, if I can get to you, uh, if I can get to you like with TeamViewer or something, we can work out your issues of your servers or whatever and get you back operational. I do put that out there. That is uh, part of my business model here um, here with the podcast at Tips from the Server Room. But in them days, I couldn't. So I would go sit in people's houses and teach. Anyway, so she got to become a pretty good friend. So I started using her as a reference. So one day uh, when I went to get my uh, first technology job, I walked into a private school and I had uh, I met with the CEO and we were talking for a while. And he told me, he said, I called your references. And I said, well, that's good. I said, hopefully they gave me a decent reference. And so he goes, yeah. And he said, this particular woman, he told me her name. I said, oh, yeah, she's a very, very nice lady. He said, she told me that you talk to computers. I said, whoa, wait a minute. Now, that seems a little crazy. I said, talk to computers? And she said, yeah. Uh, She said that you have a way of walking into a computer that is not feeling well, that is sick, and you have a way of just hearing what it's saying, and then you can repair it. And to to this day, I live by that because I believe that every project we walk up on as technologists, every computer you walk up on, every laptop you deal with, you know – Anything electronic that we deal with uh, as technologists, think about it. Even though they're a machine, and now with AI, it's coming to even more truth for me uh, than ever before. But even though they're a machine, they all kind of have their own weird personality about them. Because I can do something exactly on one machine, and my partner tells me this all the time. And then she does the exact same thing on the exact same model of laptop 10 minutes later, and it won't work. they're like two different personalities it's really super strange and that's what people have to realize somehow without believing that we are crazy uh you know crazy people and don't stop listening to this podcast because i gave you that story but you know it's it's just that i mean you have to approach this thing with an open mind and i often tell people when we hire them It's great that, you know, you just came out of college or you just came out of your trade school and you have this behind you. It's wonderful. Uh, Just like when I was a paramedic some so many years ago, the first day I stepped in the ambulance, I had my big medical book that I just went to school through. You know, I knew everything in the book, all the theory. And I worked with my first paramedic. He opened the ambulance doors. This is no lie. He took my book and he threw it out in the garage. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, you won't need that book anymore. Because the people that you're going to treat were not having issues or being sick or anything when this book was written. Same thing here, folks. When we go to school, we get the theory, right? We have the theory. We walk away with our degrees. We hang them on the wall. Um, Or if if you learn on your own, that's absolutely fine too. You have all that knowledge in your head. But now you have to let that knowledge grow because new things are coming out all the time. So that is where you're at. So back to the issue we're having. So after figuring that out, I went out and I said, that's fine. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spin up another virtual machine. It doesn't take long, right? We are using um, Hyper-V servers for this, uh, this particular uh, job that we're doing. Just mainly because we have space. You, you folks know, I mean, I do like VMware. I can't lie. I know this is a show... Well, this is a show based around all technology, so I don't have to lie to you, right? It's not a Microsoft show. And I'm just a VMware kind of guy. Matter of fact, I just told my wife the other day, I'm looking at buying a new server and putting it in the basement, just like I did before uh, when, I, when I created my courses and I created the course for VMware. I'm looking at a bigger server this time to put in my basement, and I'm going to use that to uh, write basically new courses on um, somebody emailed me the other day or was watching the video and said, uh, will I be doing a server 2016 course? Yes, I am working on that. So just to throw that out there to you, I'm working on that right now. Um, I got the server 2016 spun up and I'm starting to build that course out. So so yes, and thank you for asking. But what I had to do here was spin up a new virtual machine and I started looking. Can you download an ISO 1709 now we have the Microsoft volume volume licensing so we're a member of the Microsoft and schools I think they call it ESS for education so what that means is I can go on Microsoft's volume licensing website I have keys in there I can download the software when I need to but they don't have the version numbers and all it says is windows pro so it's not the one I want because every time we download it we got 1703 and you can upgrade it to the 1709. That's what we need to have now. So in the show notes or in this podcast, if you go to com and look for, the, uh, look for episode 121 there at, at the top right now, uh, this week or whenever you are listening to this, down below I usually throw some links in there. I will have the link in there where you can download the ISO. And what's nice about this, folks, right now is you can download this ISO And it will work, um, at least I believe for all intents and purposes, it looks like it will work as a 180-day trial version. So if you wanted to look at Windows 10 1709 and not install it, you can bring it up as a virtual machine. Or you also could use one of your keys if you're in that uh, Microsoft volume licensing or if you have a registered key, it should activate this version of Windows. We were able to activate it with a, in fact, 1703 uh, key on Microsoft's volume licensing. So I created a new virtual machine. We spun it up. It, it, We started it with 1709. Um, yesterday, I sat and started plugging in some of the software that we were working with. And what I found was, I used to do this all the time, and I don't know if you folks do this or not. It, it's not a half bad idea to do this. Um, And, you know, I'm a big fan. Everybody knows I love Evernote. I'm a big fan of Evernote. And the thing about what I'm telling you here is I used to always put a note, a a text document on the desktop of every server I worked on. And the reason I did that is a couple reasons. One, I often said if I get hit by a bus, because, you know, I work at a school, (laughs) if I get hit by a bus – um, you know, walking through the parking lot. I would like people that can't get to my Evernote to at least have the notes of what I've done to that server. Um, or if you leave that company and go to another company, it would be nice that you kind of leave your legacy behind and let them know what you've done on the servers. It's just a nice way. Um, just the same thing. And the same thing basically as as in my car. I like to keep a record of when the oil was changed and So maybe you would keep things done of the server. If you added something new to it, you installed new software on it. And you may not have to do the update. Like, You don't have to put on every time. I updated the server on Tuesday. That's really not the big reason for having that. But on this particular VM, there's myself and my partner working on it. We don't sit in the same office, so I'm not going to tell her I just installed Chrome on there. I'm not going to tell her I just installed... um, VLC player, these are programs that we use within the school for the teachers and the students to use on, on the Windows computers. And I started working on that, and I also did all the updates. So I put all those in my notes. The next thing we're working on is all of the start menus, you know, where you click start and you, and you pin everything to the start menu. Well, she's done that many times. Obviously, as soon as the student opens it up, they move all the items around, all the icons. Well, there is, and we'll talk about it later uh, in another show, uh, maybe when I talk a little bit about group policies. But there's a group policy, and you can actually create an XML file from that start menu once you create it, and put that on your server, and then every single Windows laptop will have those exact icons in your start menu. So I think that's critical. The reason is every time we walk in, I want to click the start button, and if I want the control panel or a command prompt, I want those in there. It's just a nice way to do it. And I know we can log in as administrator, but many times when we work on a computer, we have to log in as the person using the computer for various reasons, as I'm sure you're aware of. Let's see here. I want to actually, I don't know if I can click on that and get it up here. Okay. So let me shrink me down. If you're watching this video, you're going to see me shrink down there to the left. And now we're going to be on my desktop here. So these are the two uh, with the web link when you go to it. The Windows 10 Fall Creator Update ISO 1709. There is a 32-bit version, which if you need the 32-bit version, uh, it said the Fall Creators Update 1709. There is also the Microsoft Windows 10 Fall Creators Update. As you can see here, uh, ISO 1709, and this is a 64-bit version. If you scroll down through here, folks, if you're listening from other countries, you are in luck because they have them in here from Arabic, uh, man, Chinese, uh, pretty much Danish, Dutch. uh, Of course, you know, English is what I downloaded, uh, French. So pretty much any nationality you can find. Or you can think of wherever you may be listening to this podcast. You can download it in your actual language version. So that's really, really nice. And um, so download it. Try it out. It's not going to hurt you to try it out. Um, This said here, 64-bit. 64-bit. All modern PCs sold within the last six years should be capable of installing from the Windows 10 64-bit ISO. So I said, I don't know why they keep making Windows 32-bit. Maybe somebody listening to this uh, podcast or watching the video can tell me that and throw it in the comments or, or drop me an email. I guess for older hardware, but it gets to the point where the software or where the operating system's going to be so rapid or so advanced that you're not going to be able to actually, you know, wait, I mean, yeah. It's gonna be so good, and if you have very very old hardware the the Windows versions are so large anymore it's probably not gonna really run it too well anyway so but they do have thirty two and they do have ten uh let's see if I can find this um this next topic here real quick, all right next topic we're going to talk about is – yep, that should get us there. And I'll also put this link in the show uh, notes here. You'll find it there. But I just wanted to bring this up to you here uh, before we end today's show that it has been – or I have been asked to submit a a session uh, at a conference – And I know you hear many podcasters out there, and the one thing we like to do is go out and teach classes at conferences and kind of spread the word even more, meet more people, get to network with people such as yourself, and be able to meet face-to-face. I think that is huge. So I was asked if I would uh, submit a course or or a class to brainstorm2018. Now, Brainstorm, it says here, for ed techs, by ed techs, but I can tell you, everybody will fit in at this conference. The idea is it's all technologists. And this particular course they're doing, uh, it says K-20 through 20 community. So kindergarten through, uh, you know, pretty much PhD, right? There's going to be all kind of people there um, working together for the greater good of learning how to manage technology uh, throughout companies, or as it says, education. So I wanted to put that out there. This is going to be, if you're going to be anywhere around the Sandusky area, May 6th through 8th, 2018. Now, what I need to do is I need to get an email from you if you are going, not just for myself. For this, you can just register. Uh, There's very low-priced hotels on here. If you want to take the family, I think it would be a nice getaway for them uh, because it is at uh, the conference itself is at a place called Kalahari, Kaler, Kalahari Resort. Kalahari, I'm sorry, Kalahari Resort. And it's a water park. It's a huge indoor water park, so your wife and kids would have fun, or maybe your husband and kids will have fun, and maybe you want to come to the conference. You can do so. Once again, that's Brainstorm. Uh, I will put a link in the show notes. And that's going to be in Sandusky, Ohio, May 6th through the 8th. 2018. I am confirmed to teach a a class there. And the way they do classes are breakout sessions. So it's a one hour session. And I am going to be teaching uh, layer two, layer three, VLAN networking, or VLAN layer two, layer three, you'll see it on there, you'll see my name on there, uh, Jack, it's very, it'll be very plain. Um, And by that time, I'll have it titled, and I'll be able to tell you on one of these shows anyway, before then, But I did want to throw that out there uh, so you know that you can come there and we can do a meet and greet. Uh, By all means, you know, maybe we can uh, uh, sit down. Maybe a group of us can sit down around a a lunch table or something and and talk about technology and the latest trends out there. Maybe put our heads together and come up with some greater good. So once again, that is Brainstorm in Sandusky, Ohio, May 6th through the 8th, 2018. I would recommend go in there as soon as you can. Um, I booked my hotel room a couple days ago, and the lady said they are filling up. So that's good. So it's going to be a great conference. And don't forget to check out the website. I told you, tipsfromtheserveroom.com. And on the website, uh, you'll find all the these shows, obviously. And you'll find my Amazon link there on the right that you can click on. Whenever you buy anything from Amazon, use that link because a little bit of money, a couple dollars or a couple cents comes back to the show to help me buy more equipment to produce these shows and these podcasts. Um, also, there's a place in here. It says show ideas, some future show ideas that I already are coming up with. And there are some free scripts if you're interested in using these scripts. Um, I still use them today. You know, they they are written in VBS. Uh, Visual Basic Scripting Language, which probably could be done something in um, uh, PowerShell now. Sure, they could be rewritten, but they still work, and that's the main thing. Uh, Let's think here, and the last thing we're going to talk about, uh, just to bring this up, is um, if you want to learn Windows Server, this happens to be Windows Server 2012 or 2008. Both of these are R2. From install to administration, please check out. And I'm moving these, so I've been telling you about IT Pro EDU. That is going away, so please check out jtclearning.com. That's jtclearning.com. Uh, as you'll notice on there, and don't let it throw you off, I also teach Photoshop Elements. I have a lot of students in there using the site, and a lot of people, you know, Uh, taking those particular courses. So I am moving the Windows Server courses over to that platform, the jtclearning.com platform. and That is where now you can sign up for the course, and I really hope you do. The course I have moved already is Windows Server 2012 R2. If you want to, there's not a whole lot of you signing up for the Windows Server 2008 R2 course now, but if you want to take that course, you can go to ITproedu.com. dot com, dot com, and you can sign up. And once I get the course moved, I can move you with it and redirect you to the proper site, so it's not a big problem at all. Okay, folks, so thank you very much for tuning in this week uh, to the show. Thanks for downloading, continuing to subscribe to my podcasts. Um, and I heard a podcaster talking about, and I know a lot of you listen to the show on iTunes. I guess you can comment on iTunes. So please do that. You know, if you're on iTunes, comment because it helps the ratings of the show. It helps get us moved up in the searches on iTunes. If somebody's looking for server information or, you know, networking, or it's going to get us moved up some, and that's always a bonus. All right. Well, thank you so much again, and hopefully you'll have a great work week coming up next week. Spread the news around about the show. Tell people about it there. Um do not forget, please don't forget about the uh the brainstorming. I will put a link uh to the actual, and I think this is the actual page where you register. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well as a link to the Windows 10 ISO in the show notes. And um other than that, yeah. And don't forget about the Patreon campaign. Um if you want to donate there, you can d- definitely do that totally on your own. It's patreon.com slash jack's tech corner. Take care, everybody. Have a great work week. And I will talk to you next Saturday right here on Tips from the Server Room. Bye for now. You just listened to Tips from the Server Room with your host, Jack. If you have any questions, please drop me a comment at tipsfromtheserverroom.com. Thanks again for tuning in and downloading the shows. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the remainder of the music. We'll see you next week on Tips from the Server Room. So long.